You're live, Dan. All right. It's, it's, it's your show. Welcome. It's my show. <laughs> Shoot. That's big, big. Thank you, Rebecca. It's, uh, it's not really my show. I wanted to say that we're talking about old rope because maybe the advice or the conversation might be as useful as a piece of old rope. Um, so, yeah, really just happy to be talking with uh, such fine gentlemen. But um, <laughs> hopefully we, um, we've got something to offer, Rebecca. Uh, I guess for me, it just was an opportunity to talk about. Um, you know some of the things that are going on right now it's pretty unprecedented pre- unprecedented times so i'm keen to hear how some of you guys are handling what's going down and um and share a few war stories so to speak you've done a shit job at the intro down because you haven't introduced the bloody guests let's go back for it okay Dion, <laughs> and go <laughs> oh my gosh you're the pro <laughs> yeah. you do the you better do the intros you're the pro my I'm name is james I've seen you on TV, James. Hi, James. <laughs> I'm Dion. Hi. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I've got a skincare company, which uh, I'm not. I'm probably should need to use a bit a bit closer to in, in, the, in the present time. So you're saying that we have to show more skin, or what's what's the deal here? Because uh, wow, well, that's a that's a that's an impressive uh, piece of work you've got going there. I have to say, Bruce, it's um. It's well, the last three days of lockdown, I just haven't shaved. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I grew this a number of years ago. I mean, it's no one's business, but I, it, my wife loves me having a beard, so I'm winning. Yeah, <laughs> as it's yeah, 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 hides my age. So we, ha- so that um. The, the craft of the concept was this idea. It's called old rope. Now, I maybe I'm too young or too dumb. I don't actually really know what that means exactly. But the idea was uh, Dion would invite a guest and a mate, and I'd invite a guest and a mate. And so I invited Bruce, my my bearded black shirt glasses. He clearly got the memo, mate. And then Dion has <laughs> invited James into the mix. And I think the part of the, the thing we were trying to get to is where's a forum of um, a spot where, you know, we can talk about whatever's actually on on our, on our mind but in, in a bit of a different way and i think the maybe let's start a, a simple point Dion. what is like give me the breakdown on old rope am i just dumb or is this am I, are you too old so what's the no <laughs> yeah you're probably you're too young <laughs> too so young, yeah. the first time i heard it i was in the middle sex dressing room playing cricket in england and um we uh, a guy called phil tufner tufner who was a leg spin, uh, off left arm off spinner bit of a character and he goes he so he goes oh it's money for old rope in it money for old rope and i was like what what is that saying how did what's that and he go and i said where's that come from and he says well here's a piece of old rope here's some money in it <laughs> so <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> but i was thinking <laughs> i mean you know old rope is useless i think the theory is that old rope um has deteriorated so when you pass on or you sell old rope you can't trust that rope uh, and so it may be useful, but so so sailors or anyone, people who use old rope on the wharfs, they used to mm-hmm. throw the rope out before it was completely deteriorated. And you'd buy secondhand rope or get given it for, you know, and sell it. And so that's where the saying comes from, I think. Um, but the, the problem with it is you can't trust that old rope because you don't know where it's, whether internally, where it's withered or where worn or whatever. So it was always dodgy to buy old rope, so, which so I thought... We- that's what I thought. I thought, you know, we're the old rope, you know, take it, oh. a, take it or leave it. It could be good, it could be shit. <laughs> How do I leave this group? Um, <laughs> I just don't know which button is. The bottom right. Where do I get, video, oh, thank you. Cheers, Bruce. See you guys. Good luck, Dion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, um, 
I'm actually, I, I'm glad, I'm actually privileged and uh, to be asked by Dion. He's an old mate of mine. I've known him for probably since he was a 16 or 17 year old, straight out of the Dargaville. And a uh, little f- young firebrand. He's still an old firebrand, straight out of Dargy. <laughs> and um, when he asked me to do this thing, I said, oh, that's cool. But do you know that Dion's best mate is a psychiatrist? So he said, no, no, men's wellness. We'll, we'll, wellness. we'll get a sports journalist. And it's a great idea. <laughs> All good ideas. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really I sure how I got right into yeah. this, actually. Speaking of old rope. Um, it's the classic Rebet, uh Hey, mate, what are you doing on Thursday at 4 o'clock? Um, don't know. Okay. An immediate meeting invite comes through and that's it. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out on the day. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, if, we had a, if, a, if there was a question, Dion, that would be underlying across, say, men in New Zealand right now that potentially isn't being asked in a public domain, what do you think that question would be? Or what do you think there's an elephant in the room? Um, what's the mental elephant in the room potentially? Maybe we go straight straight to something there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough. I think our, um, <clears throat> I think our position is sort of like, um, y- you know, we most people, men or women, I think, get a lot. Well, I certainly do. I get a lot of my, um, <clears throat> you know, my uplift and or my, my, you know, my uh, reward in life from my job, you know, and and my performance in my job. <clears throat> and you know, right now, I think that's been taken away for a lot of people or been put under extreme threat. So I think there's this issue out there right now that, you know, there's a lot of worry around that is not tangible. We can't, you know, real kids or, or I suppose and say, here's what it is. Uh, but I think that, mm-hmm. that that ability to get that feedback, that instant feedback of you're succeeding, you're doing something, I think there's mm-hmm. that's under threat and it's on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I personally, I'm feeling it, you know, like, and, and you, and all of a sudden the thing that you thought you were good at and you were, you could go to most days and do something well and get that feedback, it's gone. And it's actually been replaced by something more pressing and urgent that you may not be as good or comfortable doing. So I, I don't know if that's an, even a conversation and maybe just an insight, but I think there's something there. Bruce, you might, well, I don't, know if you guys have, I don't know if you guys have heard of Enneagrams, but, um, so I'm an, I'm an eight. And what that means is that that what that means go and search it later. What that means what that means is that I'm someone who likes to be in control. I like to know where mm. I'm going. Very very focused. Um, very very diligent about what I do. And so I think, uh, and even from my experience working with families at the parenting place, etc., having an unknown in front of you or the the unknown, whatever that is, whether you've been sick or whatever, that is one of the scariest things that anyone mm. can go through. And at the moment, we've all been thrown into this into this bucket called the unknown, and none of us have. You know, there's lots of theories, and you'll you'll read lots of ideas and theories and thoughts, and you'll hear people say, "Oh, it's going to be three weeks, it's going to be four weeks, be twelve. No one knows. Mm. And I think all that does is feed into our anxiety about the unknown. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, I think you spoke to Dr. Paul Wood this morning, um, and he came and spoke at Yellow a couple of weeks ago, and he's he's a phenomenal guy. But just you know, focusing on the things you can control. And so it's a real mental game. It's a real mental game yeah. as to every day I feel like I'm waking up and going, okay, what can I control? And what do I somehow just have to let go of? And um, oh, it's not easy. <laughs> no, yeah. I'd be, I'd be lying to tell you if it was. And if you look at small businesses in New Zealand who we're dealing with, um, some have been hit brutally hard, like door shut instantly, end of game. Uh, and they've spent years and years and years and years and years and blood and sweat and tears love passion 
vision, you name it, to build a business. And in one instance, it's gone. Mm. And if it's yeah. defined you, as you've said, uh, Dion, which it does for a lot of people, I don't know. How, I, I actually don't know how you cope with that. that. That's huge. The grief must be massive. Well, it's yeah. funny. I was, saying, I was saying to someone, it, it feels a little bit like, and I haven't had someone close to me, you know, pass, but you sort of hear about the, the, the stages of grief and, and all of that. Um, or, you know, or maybe breaking up with someone or whatever and you, the, the sort of emotions that you go through. But I feel like uh, one week in, you're already starting to see that, you know, just the tone of emails, <clears throat> the the sort of, the, you know, there's a, been a little bit of a honeymoon period, I think, which I'm starting to feel like that's starting mm. to get frayed around the edges. Um, yeah. So a little bit of fear too of what's ahead in terms of just how once people start reacting at different rates in different ways and just how fragmented things can become. So, and I guess, you know, that's it, Rebecca, you know, part of it was trying to have this conversation to be, to help ourselves as much as anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I think anybody watching this right now will be going through a lot of the same stuff um, with, you know, with its financial stress, just that general worry, because with every day, the landscape seems to change. Um, I've had several friends have just been made redundant today with Bauer Media shutting down, and they published probably around half of the magazines uh, that new, famous in New Zealand, like The Listener, North and South, uh, The Women's Mags, uh, New Zealand House and Garden, all of that sort of stuff. But um, even just looking at the press conference with Jacinda today, uh, straight away the media was saying, well, why couldn't you do more why couldn't you save them and then i mean she's going to be asked that question a lot about um, several businesses that they're not alone um i guess the question now is um how do you sort of uh, bounce back from something like that all those people i know i mean i'm at the journalism awards new zealand journalism awards every year and those they come up and that they're among our most talented people in the business um they've got They've got skills and talent that can um, that can pay the bills in a normal environment, but we're not in that anymore. So you just want to see, uh, I guess, some light at the end of the tunnel for people like that. It's happened to Radio Sport as well. Um, I don't want to hog this chat too much, but that's um, that got canned as well earlier this week. And, I mean, we're a sporting nation. Um, you know, Dion, you played some sport. Uh, so, uh, and Rebet, I know... Actually, all of you probably did. Um, Rebecca, I, I know that Dion did a story on you once. I went so, to, I mean, I went to just, and played the clarinet. There you go. There we go, Bruce. <laughs> What's going to happen to the clarinet monthly? That magazine's gone. So, you know, like that's the whole thing. It's actually really, it's really sad out there um, because every day there's another hammer blow. And mm. it's like you're losing, you're losing pieces of not identity of what you thought was that's this is what i did and this made me this was part of my identity that i did this thing and i got you know like the yeah like that purpose thing and obviously maybe it's just as means if it's just like boom 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 sweet that's it done next you know it's very mm. you know and, and and i'm wondering all this unknown it, it's just mentally um yeah i, I, I think I, it's I really think the, starting to stuff people up well i think the other part to it is you know in, in normal circumstances if you lose your job um, you can go and straight away look for another job, you know, um, or yeah, sort of try to do something about it. But right now, that's no, no one's employed. 
solutions or very few you know who have got opportunities but and you know this i don't believe there's a whole lot of magazines starting up for example independently and of course over time that's going to happen or there will in the void people you know new new things will evolve but right now yeah yeah will. that's right um but yeah. but sort of it creates this sort of immediate sort of future of uncertainty even even more so doesn't it but i, yeah. I thought the radio sport one james i was just that came as a real shock to me even more than the than the than the bow media like i just figured that was a almost like a national icon you know yeah i mean uh, you guys probably will know uh, a bit more about you know advertising revenues and how that's all sort of basically i mean it's it's self evident isn't it that um there's advertisers aren't spending um there's no customers spending really so uh for for a lot of media especially magazines and radio stations they're just having to cut their losses i know radio sport probably ran at a uh, a loss if you like if you if you consider that there are other um, bigger stations that might bring in the the ad revenue but mm. um but then there's there's part of it which is do you want to own that space and be on that landscape and and provide something for the nation and um mm. that's i think that's what they did for a lot of people mm. i think that's i think actually you just highlighted a really interesting point there is if you're if you're a brand or um that has been possibly struggling on the edge uh, it's a bit like the, it's a bit like the coronavirus, right? If you've got if you're older and you've got other things going on with you, your risk mm. goes up way higher. Yeah. And it's very very similar for all these businesses or some of the old legacy businesses that have been around, like print, that have been innovative to a stage, but this one really sorts it out. Then you see other businesses like you know Wine Central that are growing by thirty five percent, or you know because they have an e commerce they're moving to that space. So I, I hear you too, Dion. I think I think what it does. Um, which is, makes it very difficult for us, is it's fast-tracking um, the inevitability for some businesses, which is interesting. Mm. Um, mm. But that doesn't make it any easier, by the way. Um, and you get businesses like Air New Zealand. I don't know if you read the um, email, that the EDM that came out from um, our new CEO. I mean, poor, what a gig. Um, <laughs> you know, um, so the, it's affecting big businesses too. I mean, they were on target to build, I think, was it $5.8 billion? And now they're on target to build half a billion. Mm. And so it's it, it and and I think going back to small businesses and big businesses is affecting everybody. But I think the thing I thing I I think the thing that gives me hope but gives me worry at the same time is that New Zealand is built on the platform of small business. You know, mm. the, the large chunk of our country, and because we're tenacious son of a guns, you know, we we come up with ideas, we come up with thoughts. I mean, Dion woke up one day and realised he was not very handsome, and realised that he needed to do some grooming. And next minute, we've got triumph and disaster. I mean. Um, you know, I mean, but it, that's what we're like as Kiwis, right? And yeah. so there's a part of there's hope there for me that I, I, I believe in my country and who we are as people yeah. and that we will get through this. But there's also the sense of these people that have given so much for their business, for lifestyle or for their family yeah. that are really hurting right now. So it's that, it's the, that the, oh. the balance off of that is quite interesting because if mm. I think BNZ did this report out, they said 97% of New Zealand businesses are small businesses with yeah. under 20 employees. Yeah. And you, th you know that that other 3% all has protocols in place for when shit goes wrong. So they were, that you know, like we talked to the Spark and Vodafone's, like everyone has game plans for when shit goes south. All I would agree, 97% of people didn't actually have anything yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a lot of, of of weight and pressure and it's 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 nuts, i mean man. i mean we do but it is unprecedented all right so i mean mm. you know for, for greek for Ryan to come in and go hey welcome to the new job mate by the way we're going to cut five billion dollars out, out of your bottom line in one in one week mm. i mean yeah i don't know it's it's um 
speaking to um, one guy on our board, a uh, guy which said a board meeting today, Brent Humphrey, who's, um, well, you guys may know him. <laughs> um, he was saying that this is, you know, and I don't want to be all doom and gloomy, see, but this is the 1930s type environment. You know, this is quite a big mind shift. Mm. Now, we will get through it. We know that. But it is. Yeah. So is he saying there's going to be a Hitler figure that rises out of this? What was the Imster saying? No, I mean, um, yeah, sorry, carry on, Brendan, but yes, I do know Brent. But I, just, I just think he said, you know, that we, we can't, I guess what he's saying is that we just can't be flipping about it. We've got to really think about the consequences. <laughs> you know, it's not, it'll be right, mate. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, but also I think, um, like one of the things I said to my team, <clears throat> I think I said it to Rubiet uh, a while ago, you know, when it first hit, it was like, um, you know, I invoked um, Gilbert Anoka, who was our, you always used to say, you know, deal with the, man you know, you can only manage the manageables. <clears throat> but I sort of found myself saying, like, look, it's one day, one week, one month. Um, you know, and sort of like, and I had a conversation this morning with one of one of my staff members, and it, and it was like, you know, one minute, one hour. You know, like if you're having mm. those bad thoughts, bad times. You know, I, I personally have found my Twitter account as one. It's all. It's like a, a, a bad blimmin' fix or something that you can. You know, you, it's just like God. I, I, I can't can't stand looking at it, but I have to keep going back to it, and it's just all doom and gloom. <laughs> it's like um but it it's sort of like uh, i think just that management those of mm. of yourself you know i think you said it at the start bruce I, i'm finding that the discipline of having to come back and just start mm. again and go no nah, no nah, when all those bad thoughts happening one minute one hour you know one day well, get through it so i mean as a prestigious sportsman of this great nation of ours um you would have walked on the field many times where you haven't felt like your head's in the game, right? Oh, we certainly noticed it. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so did the TAB. Now, this is what I came for. This is what I'm here for. As a sportsman, I mean, it's a good example as a sportsman. You walk on the field and you have to get your head into the game. And what do you do? I mean, I know you watch All Blacks, they listen to music, they do all sorts of things. Yeah, are there principles there that, that we can use to help us? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, bringing it back to like a number of times, you, you know, facing fast bowling or something like that, and you get out there. If you have one that negative thought, you've got to get rid of that out of your head pretty quick, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and reset because there's just no time to think. But you know, I, I don't know. I feel, um, I feel in a way it, it's uh, um, bringing it back to nowness. You know, like going shit. Okay, mm. everything has changed. You know. It's just going yeah. to, I read a book called Who Moved My Cheese years ago. And there's this fable, you know, about the mice had found a cheese and one got fat and lazy and the other one went off looking for more cheese. And of course, the one that went looking for more, he realized that the, the world had changed around them. Um, and I feel right. like, I feel like I keep, th I keep challenging myself and thinking, but, but it's almost such a big change right now that I can't, mm. I, I, you know, it's not only the cheese mm. that's gone, it's like they've taken the maze away as well. You know, it's almost like shit, there's a whole world, a whole free, I can run anywhere now, <laughs> but just got to run in a good direction. Um, <clears throat> so it's not yeah. about but it's needing that mental resilience knowing that that next wave's coming tomorrow. Like literally mm. every day it's something. So mm. you're going to wake up, you're going to see something and hear something, you know, like each thing is, it's almost like negative dominoes in effect and you just need to be prepared for it until it gets past that 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 wave but the the weight of it can like i'm getting messages from it from from a you know a few crew that i know and it's it's um 
the isolation isn't so much potentially just physical it's the issue it's it's the mental piece too which is just starting mm. to consume if they haven't like sports people you know like in, in certain other people they know how to get their head right for the game or get in the zone or they, they, they there's like things which are very um you know you can create and sort of get in but in certain things like business if you've just you know done your thing and this is how you roll and you've never actually had that just the forced stress of that in real time you can tell it's starting to have an impact and i can i can tell because i'm seeing it and hearing it and getting messages about it so it's it's definitely a thing and and that's why part of the reason i got paul wood on this morning which is amazing chat that it was a flipping beast was read his book man such a good book holy shit was it how to escape out of prison or something how to escape escape out of prison yeah it's such a good book especially for now this um i was intrigued with the idea of how did he get his headspace right to have routine in a confined environment i didn't realize i was thinking about you know like scheduling bits and pieces but his was actually more around um the mindset going into it knowing of if you're mentally ready for i guess what was what what was coming next to to know and and have i guess a bit of gratitude around it as well for every little bit that you did have that that many didn't so yeah it's it's gonna be I would just hope that more 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 mates look out for mates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll um, uh, since uh, there's been a bit of name dropping going on here, and Jay, including what have you, what uh, have you done with your screen, buddy? You're quite curious. <laughs> some mouse dropping. The, the one happened? guy who's actually oh, paid bit of... for media is flipping right <laughs> in the sunlight. There we go. <laughs> there we go. You look like Sorry, I didn't even know what, what was, was on the screen. Yeah, what, what was on the screen? <laughs> Um, I've got. I've actually. Um, I was looking at something else actually. But yeah. Hey, I'm back. I'm back, guys. I'm back. Um, look, uh, yeah, John. So John Kerwin. I was. I had a chat to him about this um, because I said, look, uh, I've got to go on this uh, wellness chat. Um, what do I do? He goes, just be yourself. Don't try and be anything or not. And I said, well, then I'll just quote you, okay? And he said, fine. So um, he was talking about similar stuff to what you were saying, uh, Bruce and and Dion and Gilbert and Oka which is, you know, uh, don't worry about what you can't control so much. You know, you can't control the spread of COVID. You can't control the redundancies, but work on what you can control. So your action plan, staying indoors, getting some work done around the house, clearing those emails, just actually going full Marie Kondo, which I basically do need around here. Um, but, <laughs> the, um, um, but, you know, connecting in other ways, I mean, if one of the first things or the last things I did before it went, uh, we went into lockdown was buy a landline phone because I knew I had a landline here somewhere. <laughs> and um, and I thought, I- I'm going to spend a bit of time on the phone if the mobile network is done. And you know how the, the mobile phone heats up on your ear? It's uncomfortable. <laughs> so I-, I got a landline phone. And I'll tell you what, making those connections, talking to people who you actually do really care about because you know you do reach out to those people that you're straight away you think about them so why not call them because mm. it's not just about being on social media and seeing their and liking their posts it is actually better to to have those chats and i mean i i agree quite, quite often talk to dion um and uh and we've we've spoken this week just probably um, more anyway. talk, probably more talking at dion though really eh, than with <laughs> oh, seriously mate yeah but I think, I think you raised a really good point there um james is that um thank you bruce yeah, that's okay, mate. That's all I need to say. Um, <laughs> um, um, but um, I was just thinking. I know, and look, we're all we're all challenged in different ways, right? So we don't need to put our story. I mean, we're all being challenged by this in different ways. But I guess my question is, what is? Uh, please, I don't want to sound flippant by saying this, but what what does gratitude look like in this space? You know, what 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 can we be thankful with what we've got? 
how can we reach out exactly like you said and actually just checking on our mates, checking on checking on people. You know, I had a, I had a you know, I'll give, me, I'll give me an example. It's a bit of a, it's a sad story. I, I lost a mate a couple of weeks ago and we had to do the funeral on Zoom. And now his, oh, and now his wife is in lockdown with four kids. Oh, man. Dealing with that. Now, you kind of think about that and go, mm. shoot. So she's, you know, she's on our mind every day. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's some of it's some of it's about controlling what you can control, but sometimes is how do you try and the best you can, and it's different for everybody. Put some perspective on it, is the best you can. And if you can't, because there's gonna be days you're gonna, gonna really struggle, then you ring up the old mate Dion and say, "Bro, I'm struggling. Just can't get my head around this at the moment." And he might just say two or three things, and you go, "Oh, you never thought of that. Thank you." You know. So is it as simple I, as that? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's interesting. It is, and but it's also on to build on that. I think. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think when. I was at a course not long ago and, you know, one of the um, people running the course, they said this great quote and they said sort of with mana comes great responsibility. Yeah. And and sort of like you could translate that in many, many different ways. Like with responsibility comes great responsibility, you know, with mm-hmm. leadership with, comes great. And I just thought it was a great sort of quote. And, and, and the reason you made me think of it then was, <clears throat> you know, it's very easy to get into a situation, get a group of months together and just, tell everyone throw into the middle how bad who's got the worst stories and how bad whereas and whereas really we've all got to be a little bit responsible don't we and actually not just cede to that but actually bring something positive i think collectively and and i think even just that act uh is is slightly more generous um in outlook uh and maybe that you know so yeah i don't know if i fully rounded that thought but do you know what I mean? It's sort of like yeah. there's there's a responsibility on each individual within us, yeah. you know, no yeah. matter how bad our situation is, to try to bring something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, think I don't know whether yeah, no matter talking. how um, messy you think your house is. <laughs> there we go. As if that makes someone feel better. Those are lightsabers, by the way. Those are two lightsabers. Oh my go. gosh. Are you? <laughs> in, are you in Dunedin? I didn't know you were back at uni. What are you doing? <laughs> Hey, you should have a, a supply of lightsabers, like preparing yeah. for the apocalypse, mate. Well, I won't be dropping names when I was um, talking to Brad Pitt yesterday. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, I, was to, I was actually speaking to Jason Garn, actually, but close. Very close. Ah, here we go. But he's doing some work for us, right? Because we, 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 I guess at our, at our work, we, we, what we did, we said, okay, we don't want to sell anything right now. That's just completely wrong. And, and it actually, you know what this has taught us? We've looked at the way we do our billing. We've looked at everything and realized we're quite brutal. <laughs> we're actually quite horrible. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what does it look like to put goodwill in the front of everything? We've gone through our whole business and done that. What does it look like to get free, get on for free at the moment? What does it look like to help just say, we're actually here to help. You know, this is what we're trying to do. And, speaking to, and I asked Jason Gunn, because he's doing some stuff, as I said, the other day, and I said, is, is, is there similarities to Christchurch? Because he said, you know, when Christchurch happened, if we talk about the, the earthquakes, and of course we had that terrible mosque incident, incident as well, but let's just talk about the earthquakes at this stage. He said, you know, everyone lost their businesses, they lost their homes, they lost everything. He said the big difference between that and this, though, is that when you went home in Christchurch, you weren't safe because the earthquake followed you. Mm. He said, yeah. in this environment right now, whilst we are everyone struggling in varying degrees, I get that, but we are actually safe. Um, and the whole, you know, this is a shout out for Jacinda. The whole thing is to be safe. The safest thing, the best thing you can do for small business in this country, the best thing you can do is not. It's not even about coronavirus, in my view. The best thing you can do for small business in this country is stay home, because the faster we can get up and going, the better it is for everybody. And that's and that's the piece that we need to be focused on. You know, that um, 
not not the disease is one part of it, but I, I kind of think if we if you're saying ninety seven percent of businesses in New Zealand are small businesses, the best thing we can do for them is stay home. One hundred percent. Because we've got to get going fast. It, mm. it wasn't that safe at my place last no, two nights ago when I dropped a bottle of red wine over the new couch. That wasn't Oh, Penny would have thrown the hammer. <laughs> it happened. It's sort of like yeah. just happened in slow motion. You know, it was like you know you hear those stories, and it was I could I could see it happening, and but I just and I thought, oh no, this is going to be bad, but I just couldn't react in time, and the whole thing. And then, of course, I sat there for a moment and watched it tip out, and I, <laughs> and she was reacting yeah. quicker than I was. It was like, oh god. So not always uh, safe. Of course, but, being yeah. a cricketer as well, dropping something that big. Um, I'd put it I put somehow on the rounded edge of the couch a, a bottle of wine might sit there, but clearly you should know better, mate. She was saying that she was Christchurch, because she's from Christchurch, and she right. I sort of said, Oh, how the how's the South getting on? How meaning And animals and stuff, and but yeah, the that's sort of they've been through they've been through this and worse, you know, um, and with the with the thing. So I, I, you know, I think there's something to, to that. You know, they're pretty hardened down there, the mainlanders. Hmm. I've, I've got good news team we've we've got a couple of questions that have come in I, this wasn't a q a show but clearly we're getting some great oh, engagement no. uh, i've been here I, before guys this is real risky <laughs> yeah. no, it's good it's good talk, hayden McHale, talking about mindset what do you guys think about the balance of rolling over and acceptance versus questioning the settings that have been put in place and resisting it oh going a bit Ooh. deep there hayden okay Ooh. okay Hayden. i see and we'll go to the um the, the that's a great group. question who's that that's why I just see. That's why I was just quiet because I knew it wasn't me. Was <laughs> <laughs> he talking I about reckon, the, Well, the so, I, so this is. I reckon this is a great question, right? And it's sort of like because stuff, um, and you know this, and I think there's. It's almost like um, you know, it's almost the unspoken. You know, can you challenge the 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 mood of what we've done? I saw a great thing on. You know the rules, Rawlsian philosophy versus utilitarian versus sort of libertarian sort of philosophies and what's prevailing in the day, and it's got quite deep sort of sort of stuff. But um, I, I feel like we're in this mode where it's it's a little bit dangerous to challenge the status quo and ask those questions. But I think we're going to be forced into that at some stage, and I think we have to be robust enough politically as a nation and as individuals to not make it personal as whether it's right or wrong but i think the way out of this you know if listening to the economic economists and people saying hey okay now we've done this we need a way out part of the way out i think is to is to sort of gently but firmly ask the questions of have we got this right you know and you're looking at denmark for example or taiwan and how they're handling it quite differently i think we need to as a country and politically i believe we need to be um, fluid enough to respond with an open mind because I mm. think that uh, that's that that will be true leadership if we can do that and respond in the right way with more as more information comes to hand and as a collective and not blame or point the finger but actually be robust and have this conversation I think that's going to be key. I don't know if I've even answered the question, but that's sort of felt yeah. like a what's it? I think you have actually. I think it's so unprecedented, right? We we actually don't know, you know, mm. um, um, and that's that's the challenge with this, right? I mean, I, I get trouble, 
I might get in trouble for saying this. I'm just going to say it. Can I say it? Or not? Say, yeah, say per, it. Per, personal opinion. Your, uh, everyone, everyone else is, but it's your personal opinion, not those who are currently paying your mortgage. Go for it. <laughs> uh, that Dion's products make great lube. <laughs> After seeing your flat, mate, that does not excite me at all. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Please say it. <laughs> 21,000 people a day die of starvation. Mm. Yeah. Um, now I, I'm. It's it's a statement. I'm not sure even what to do with it. To be honest with you, I'm not even sure whether it's the right statement to make or a bad statement. But it kind of goes. I, I hope that we come out of this and actually think beyond Western culture. We actually start to think a lot more in an effective altruistic way. I'm a bit of an idealist, I guess, in that perspective. But I guess what this has done is it's leveled the playing field a little bit around vulnerability, humility. Um, Diversity, you know, understanding that that this this virus doesn't doesn't discriminate, doesn't choose the this gender, doesn't choose the nation. It does, it just goes. I don't know. I'm just I'm challenged by those. I don't. I'm just going to say it's a dangerous question because mm. what it does it, it, it then makes you think. Well, why are we caring about this so much? It's like I don't know because this affects mm. us. That's why we That's care. Right. That's why right. it shuts down. That's why you know. And, and but I think to your point, if you zoom out. Man, that's that's a flip. It's not even a slippery slope. That's just gnarly because it actually makes us question more about ourselves than than each other, right? But yeah, I think that's said, the point. Right. But I think that's the point. I think like you know, we yeah, need right. to politically. I've never lived in such a time, and maybe it's just because I'm older a bit, and and I'm paying attention to these things. But um, I've never not. <laughs> I've never I've never um, lived in a time where people have pulled into political corners so much with their guns drawn. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that um, political corners, philosophical corners, all all rounded. You know, everyone's taking stances: are you left? Are you liberal? Are you right? Are you you know whatever? And it's like actually the world's so much grayer than that now. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like this is an opportunity for everyone just to maybe lower their guns and mm -hmm. actually have a really mature conversations. Because if you don't do that and we can't have these conversations and if we can't table these things and say, hey, have we got this strategy right? Mm -hmm. And is it is it realistic to have, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, no one die of, of, of this disease in New Zealand? I don't know. You know, that's a great goal. But is it realistic and what's the cost? If you can't have that conversation openly and you still might arrive at where we are right now, mm -hmm. but I think it's wrong to close that conversation down. Um, just wholeheartedly but at the same time if you're going to have it I think you have to it has to be mature and with guns yeah. not drawn you know yeah. you know and I think yeah. I know I won't make this political but I, I think you know I think the way Jacinda's handled this is incredible really I think the way she's communicated has been crystal clear um, God I mean she's she's had her challenges hasn't she over the years with, um, with what she's had to deal with as our, as our leader and I, and, I, and I hope and I know actually she's probably the sort of person that would be fine to have that conversation actually I, I agree with you, Dion. I think there's going to be a bigger conversation that comes out of this. We've got to change from it, eh? Sorry, James, I jumped on you, mate. Yeah. Even though, even at the moment, I think there, there's almost a, we've got to be careful about not being too smug about the situation that we're in because, you know, a lot of conversations, you notice people are just saying, look at what's happening, you know, in uh, right. Italy, America, right. Australia is slow. And so we've we've kind of got this uh, almost like a moral high ground when it comes to coronavirus right now. But we should still be mindful of the fact there's, uh, is, you know, we right. care just as much about 
what's going on over there that there, there are people uh, losing their lives and it's exactly the same I think it's fair enough as well um, for you Bruce to raise those statistics of of those other um, things that that mm. are, are basically plagues on, on the world too there's what why can't we have that conversation because you know it's time we've got enough time uh, that's not the issue so yeah. we should be able to we should be able to lump it all in and and just work out what strategies we need for for se several things but you get the feeling that we're waiting for the downgrade to level mm. three uh we'll we'll do social distancing and um and be careful a few things a few businesses are going to really even struggle like for example sport uh on people who came to watch you play um cricket they you know it's going to be like a well, actually a first class game that you probably played in where there's just <laughs> mattering of three people a hot dog caravan and you know that's okay but um but anything bigger than that is going to be outlawed for a long time if we're really serious about attack um the, the strategy that we've gone through here is really a waiting game until a vaccine comes along until we control um the the spread of it yeah and if you go from macro so so we'll talk macro which is interesting but um men I don't know about you guys, so go for a walk around the block. How many people say hello to you now? Mm. To go down to the yeah. micro. You know, we know we have the high. When I speak in charity, uh, I go, I love winning in sport, right? I love being the best clarinet player around. Um, I love that we've got the you know best rugby team in the world, not a bad cricket team, um, a few other things. But I don't like the fact that we've got the highest teen suicide in the world. I don't like the fact that we've got the highest team pregnancy. In the, I mean, we've got shit going on right next door right now that we don't even that we that we choose to ignore. So I kind of go, I don't know. That's 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 you know, I guess not my dark thoughts per day, but I guess my thoughts per day. That's what's sort of coming into my head at the moment. And it's um, a great, I don't think, it's, yeah. So and it's a perfect segue because the bro Glenn uh, Marvin, um, the bro from Connector, said my unfortunate prediction: the biggest killer in New Zealand from this will not be the virus; it will be depression. Mm. And I was like, yo. It's a fear of mine, to be honest. So, you know, I do, we do a morning Skype with all my team and you just look at these faces looking back at you and, um, you know, everyone's robust um, to a point, right? But um, we do collectively, and, you know, part of that, this conversation, I think, Rebecca really was driven out of those things as well. You know, how do we keep everyone's spirits uh, and, and keep the conversation sort of above. So just to, you know, that one connection might be the difference, right? Yeah. And even um, um, when, we're, when we're talking about controlling uh, the controllables, one of those things surely is, you know, if you know somebody who is in a bad way to actually reach out and um, and do that now, because, you know, it's, it's hard when you hear of a friend who's lost work and you just got to give them, space i mean a really good mate of mine nathan Rarity, was um made redundant in that uh, radio sport uh axing and so uh, i contacted him that night and he just um texted back and said sorry just just going through this with the wife you know i mean how mm. you know just uh, it breaks your heart just knowing that he's actually just mm. at home having to sort of break the news tell everybody uh, what does it mean for them uh so uh, was it Glenn who sent in that? That that that's Glenn, a good prompt, yeah. isn't it? It's it's it is almost like a, a call to arms. That uh, one of the things you you can control Influence. is actually reaching yeah. out and helping people, you mm. know, and looking thought. after your loved ones. Yeah, yeah. the, the example with that is because yeah. the reason that people say 
they don't is the classic oh sorry man i've just been so busy and then they're like oh yeah just been so busy and it's always it's the it's the default setting get into that that vibe and and now is a time where you are physically you do not have an excuse you are stuck at home no one Mm -hmm. is doing absolutely anything no one has any excuse to be able to actually go and do it and so um maybe i'll I'll share this not many not many people know this but I'll, i'll maybe say it so i've got a um a personal CRM for all my friends and people that I care about. Are we on? And it's and <laughs> I just texted you the other day. I talked to Dion. Shit, stuff you it? guys. It's called no, and what it does is it basically um because everyone gets into their schedules and stuff, right? And so what mm. this thing does, it comes up with different um prompts and uh, cues, but also like notes and tags of names of their dogs, kids, when mm. like whatever. And and I I I now religiously have it scheduled into my calendar every day. Um, and I, I, I reach back out to, to different crew and, and, and it's a little small piece. But... That, I call that, I call that my wife. It's like, yeah, yeah, she, no. <laughs> she's, she's got the birthdays needed down, but sorry. I got no, you yeah, no, no, it made because a friend of mine, um, so Panya Tyson Nathan, so she's the, um, the CEO of Maori tourism. She's got a book with 30 years of relationships of people she's met with every wow. single thing that she's given them, where they met the names of their kids schools and every absolutely everything and and i asked her about it, and i said right, how do you what and she goes no one will really take you seriously until they know how much you actually care mm. and i was like damn it was just really it really sort of hit me especially when and it means a lot because everyone see everyone's busy but like when i'm reaching out to my, my mates and stuff and and i haven't talked to them in ages i know it means a lot for them because i'm not asking for anything i'm generally saying what's up there is no it's it's the classic i call it the 90 day mate if i look at my phone and i haven't he- talk, heard to that from person in over 90 days the conversation is going to go like this hey bro oh what's up yeah mean how's things oh yeah good yeah busy yeah same old shit. so and it's the ask, right? So as soon as I see that, and it's a it's a weird trigger that I have that I know Sorry. because it's, it's a fucking horrible in business, but man, it's just a thing. So I've yeah. proactively have a have a thing, and, and this is the first time I guess I've said it, but it's I think it's important because in my circle, I don't I want people, even though I know we're all busy, I want them to know that I still generally are thinking about about them, and I, and I know it makes a it makes a difference. But I. I, um, I I learned that when I met my wife, um, and this is shout out to my good wife, but I she she does she's got this incredible memory for birthdays and she sends more flowers than anyone I know to the most random of people. And I I sort of for quite a long I was bemused by this, you know, and she had some memory from for birthdays. But you know, she the the impact that that has and, and she'll send someone like random a bunch of flowers for a birthday and the, f- the flow back that she gets mm. from that and I and as a result in a weird way that I get because I I sort of hear it and feel it it's mm. like, sort of incredible uh, and I mm. sort of watch that and I'm not quite as wide that way uh, James you might know that I tend to ring up when I'm in need <laughs> but, yeah um, yeah but I mean we, we, we stay in touch I mean I guess our friendship is is, is pretty um it's pretty natural like I mean we've always stayed in touch and every now and then we'll we'll it'll go too long and we'll admit that to each other um i guess the one thing is that in terms of wellness the one thing that i probably do every week that i used to do every week before the lockdown was i have this game of touch that i play down at cox's bay uh in auckland here is that the one and, you gave um, me a blood nose when you pushed yeah, me yeah. unfortunately i i gave Dion a concussion accidentally <laughs> and um so i then invite him down to, I guess, what you call the wellness uh, retreat of um, touch footy. And he came down once, 
got concussed and never turned up again. So um, I have, maybe it's time that I reached out and welcomed you, you know, invited you back. But the, the, those things we're missing now, right? So we're missing those um, those weekly, um, Do you yeah, know why? weekly contact. As I feel that professionally we have structure and systems and we use the calendar in a commercial sense we don't take the same approach to our personal life so it just goes out you'll have that weekly whip with the team you'll have that weekly catch up and facepalm you'll have the monthly report to go out but then you don't see someone who you were boysies with for flipping 10 years best mates through uni and all this other shit for three years and then it's just like oh bro fire, we need to catch up all right yeah me cool and then you go on with it it's because i think instinctually instinctively everyone that i know the majority of people that i know treat person they don't have a i'm not saying take a business structure into your personal life but literally mm. by using a better routine with how you prioritize mm. that time in your personal life not just professional it's like people will block out like uh, mental thinking time right or they'll have you know walk time or whatever these things or meditation you know and i just think it needs I to think, be more of a proactive move to do it i think like bruce said a really great thing earlier like you said like oh, he's ask, asking about <laughs> he's, <laughs> sorry yeah 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 you but you said like put you know we're looking at how we can put goodwill at the front of everything mm, mm. and i thought what a, a great mm. sort of catch mm. cry for the moment right mm. it's like if if you can put not only for your business but personally if you can put goodwill at the front of every transaction every inter, every interaction it's That's the right, right place to start right um, I remember um oh. an old mentor mentor of mine said to me years and years ago he said, if anyone rings you up for a cup of coffee, you should always say yes. Now, no one's rung me yet, so I've been okay. <laughs> but, um, so I've, I've done, I've done that. Time. So I've done that. And, and he said, but there's a why, know, right? But go, yeah, yeah go. You're going to get some randoms, he said. You're going to get some random people. You know, and, I, and I, I guess for people like you guys who are more, you know, more known, I guess it might be not a realistic thing. But man, I've met some awesome people and I've been given some great ideas and I've employed a bunch of them at the times. And I don't know, I think. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in who we are and how busy we are in our lives that we actually even forget that you know we have a wife there that loves us. We need to be giving her time. What does that look like? Our children want you know time with them um, and people in our community and also people that reach out to us. I think if someone his view on it was this: if someone's got the guts to reach out to you, mm-hmm. if you're a CEO or a cricketer or a sports personality or a bet, someone's got the um, the guts to do that, then you have to return that mana and that and that sense of of respect by going back to them. And I've met some gems, man. You know, I don't know. It's just, um, you know, I'm very. <laughs> I think that I think it's yeah. a great, I, yeah, it's a great insight. I I've had I've felt in a weird way the same way. I think it's all mm. someone's got the can get off their chuff and go and 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 ring you yep. up and do that. I think it's totally worth it. The other well, interesting I, thing that came up there is I thought, which you've raised quite an important point, which many many of us have been struggling with, is just how to define Robert's role and title these days. <laughs> It's just, it's just, and then Rebecca. <laughs> it's like, he's becoming, no idea. he's becoming like Madonna or Prince or something. <laughs> Mate, so this thing, we went on this retreat, retreat Dion, and if you'd gone, you'd be, you would have been getting a bracelet with an R on it, which is, is an R and a four. Everybody, I've taken mine off because I just realized how narcissistic it was. Um, yeah. But everyone's, it's like a cult. It really is. Yeah. Like oh, the um, that was for the that was for the bar I, tab, and everyone just kept it on after. 
whatever. I saw, so, I saw someone. <laughs> saw, someone was promoting how to do homemade tattoos. You could promote that as the as the sort of like beginner tattoo for homemade tattoos. No, yeah. on, on a on a serious note, why I think it's kind of funny because yeah, I guess I I can't really go in a box of anything. Is I, I updated my LinkedIn profile last night. And I said, Kira, I'm Rebet, a bald, overweight digital cheerleader for New Zealand business. <laughs> 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 and, that, and that's my LinkedIn done. <laughs> now, um, I know that Bruce is, you know, like the idea of going out to uh, to coffee with everybody who asks you is quite quite nice if you can um, if you can do that. But maybe if we rewind it to the the idea, I think Rebecca with your the mate who you say, oh yeah, we must catch up, and nothing ever happens. Um, yeah. that is something that I think that maybe if we can combine Bruce's. Um, Definitely going for coffee with the must catch up and somehow make that sort of appointment as right. important as, as your business thing. Then, so here's, um, your here's your challenge, yeah, guys. Here's I'm challenge. Gonna give you a yeah. Here we go. Think of, don't to do it now, think of five people today or tomorrow that you haven't reached out for for a while, but actually it might make their day. I'm already yeah. three up. I started that this go. morning. I'm three oh, down. I've on got three. <laughs> You're not on there, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. Maybe it's as simple as that, you know. And yeah. if we if we did that, and everyone who's listening to the show, the other three people who are watching this right now, <laughs> um, if they did yeah. that. That's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the, 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 yeah. the app that I use, it's called Up Habit. U P H A B I T. Up Habit. Little, little shout out. Little shout. And it's unpaid. Yeah. There's no promo code. There's no affiliate linking. There's nothing. It's just it's literally <laughs> what I, what I do. But it is. I think it's a. You don't even want to. F- I don't want to feel that people that know me that want that I can help with feel bad to ask because they feel I'm unapproachable regardless how busy everyone is. I, mm. I absolutely hate that. I absolutely hate that because it's like there shouldn't be a wall. Like a friend of mine who I've known for, you know, f- 15 years through the snowboard world, he um he he messaged me randomly to ask about this thing. And I, bro, I rung him straight up. I was like, bro, he's from OG, like done. He was like, man, thanks so much. I was like, bro, don't feel bad. He's like, oh, because I know you're super busy. And I think that's a... These, mm-hmm. these these invisible walls that come up, especially maybe you know Dion James and what if you're in the mix, you, you kind of people pretend they think that it's a barrier if they if they know you to not feel like they can get into it. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I think that's um, that's mega. Here that, we go. Um, hey, that other app you got me into called Sick Habit. That that was a bit weird. Sick Habit. <laughs> Up skirting was it? What was the um, website again? No, jeez. Yeah. Um, so we've had well, a couple. I'm trying to get put it in the buddy. Yeah, sorry, mate. No, no, you're good. Yeah, uh, I was paying attention. Uh, Kelvin, so Kelvin. Oh, he's such a G. Kelvin, such a boss. Goes, oi, oi, where? Yeah, where's my text, Dion? <laughs> uh, oh, Murray, shout out to Kelvin. Kelvin's yeah. like the Kelvin's my designer. He's the he's the bomb. It's that I'm too scared to shout out to Kelvin because I, Dude, I, I, I I'll have to give him a job. <laughs> Dude, I mess with Kelvin heavy, man. I'm, I'm I actually rung him up about this this, this whiskey idea. So I think I, I think I can mess mess with him on it. He's a full. <laughs> <laughs> good bastard. Um, a couple of ones, yeah. Good points, great question. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, Joy Jovic, a nice work, man. Great initiative and platform to share the knowledge and thoughts. And Dion's words keep keep rocking. Very cool. Oh, good Northern uh, boy. And, see, and another power mover. Good crew. Good nice chat. Rep- 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 defining Rebet's role. Yeah, the impossible question. See, it's good. <laughs> you know that the, the good bit is, if no one knows what you do, no one knows what they can get from you. And as soon as th- they do that, it's the best move, and then you don't have it. So many United Day mates. Um, yeah, no. So, actually, there's a, another question here, and it is from 
Uh, it's actually from Kelvin. Here we go, Kelvin, round two. Question, I'd like to know what Dion's skincare routine is every day. You're talking about routine, go on. Good moisturizer, that's the key. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously um, shaving most mornings, Kelvin. <laughs> most. <laughs> most mornings. Oh no! I think and if, you haven't serious... got, if you haven't got moisturizer, have you got a Bear Grylls remedy so, so, that you could so that Calvin, they could use? Is so what I'll, I'll give you, I'll give Calvin a bit of context. So Calvin and I, when I started my business nine years ago, it's going to be nine years old and fourteenth uh, of April, and I remember sitting in a cafe up on K Road with Calvin out the back, and nine years ago we were sitting there and we we're thinking, how do we make a brand that? Um, that resonates deeper than just putting a moisturizer in your face. How do you, how do we get it to have a, an emotional connection with guys and make it okay for guys to use product? And Calvin was right there with me. We're bouncing all these ideas around about, you know, and we were, Cal, um, Calvin was probably, he's the, the, the smart one of the two, but he was say, saying, you know, what about rituals? What, how do we, improve, how do we go deeper into someone's life? And we create a ritual for morning. So that, that adds value to people. And I think in today's world, you know, one of the things we still to this day we sell is, you know, we, we see that we're, we're adding value to people's lives because we're we're enhancing their little rituals. We're, we're, mm. we're making those little moments that are theirs a little bit more special. Yep. And um, so, you know, so I'll, Calvin will, will ever, forever be uh, my man because it's all benefiting from all those thinking and thoughts and work. Um, so thanks, Cal. And um, thanks, Calvin. And... Uh, the, um, my idea for the uh, carry-on uh, travel pack, you know, for your luggage, just forget about that because uh, no one's going anywhere at the moment. So just shelve that one. Oh, yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. But, but on the subject of, of routine, which I think is kind of maybe more to the serious point, is it's the idea of what you can control, you know, and I think, you know, routines of if you're in sport or whatever, you have like warm-ups and specific things you do that, that gear you up. The same mm. way it's whether, you know, you wear on a, a certain shirt or, or clothes or, or that routine piece, mm. it, it sets mental structure which makes you feel i guess empowered to sort of go and stuff but yeah so calvin's like what's right when i first met him i could tell i was like man you're like super deceptively gnarly you're like you know when you see crew and you're just like yeah you're like you're mellow but you can tell you're a flipping you're de deceptively gnarly is how i would i would describe which is cool so yeah he's he's, he's, he's such a genius. Oh, i was gonna add i was gonna add to the add to your routine there uh Dion. so what you can do is just grow x's here <laughs> and wear big glasses actually, and you find actually it no actually no you can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, areas I, the areas i have to moisturize are very small I mean, it's just the hair and it's a little bit here yeah. and, and um just just hide your beauty behind a blanket of uh blanket yeah. of fur no i I've, I've toyed with that um over the years but i found myself turning into like um, I look, started to look more and more like a rabbi or a monk or something. I just I had this it. sort of like thing. And I, every time I'd catch myself, I was like, oh, I'm going to go off into a cave and live by myself. Love it. Love it. Thanks again. Um, we have another question. It's from uh, the bro, David. Uh, can you ask um, the boys where they see the opportunities will come out of this in their respective markets? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, 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 so our, our bro, um, Patrick, has started a, a group called Monarchy, monarchy.io. Um, check it out. Um, and it's kind of a think tank, free. It's so good, man. Um, so Patrick's X zero. He's just a, he's an absolute amazing guy. Anyway, he's pulled all these business guys together and to give free advice to businesses right now. So you can jump online, you can ask questions, and it's all there. So I'm going to give him a shout out because it's such a good piece of resource. 
But one of the big things that have come out of it is within small businesses, and we've noticed this at Yellow too, is how many are not digitized in any way, shape, or form. Mm. And and I think an opportunity you should be thinking about, this is not a sales piece, this is actually just thinking, is that the businesses that are actually doing okay at the moment are the ones that have actually gone to that space. Now, you may not have a product that does that, I get that. But it's amazing how businesses do have a product or service, but they still they still depend upon a terrestrial or you know, non-digital perspective. Um, so that would be, to me, a very simple pivot is kind of thinking about what you do, what you sell, how do you reach a different type of audience than someone that might walk in the front door? Um, yep. How do you have a conversation with them? How do, you, how do you tell them your story? How do you tell them what you're passionate about? How do you tell them, you know, those sorts of things. And I think that's that, to me, would be, and if you've got time now, that's the time to start thinking about that sort of stuff, right? You've actually got time to do it. Yep. So that would be one, one thought, just, just for a starter. I, I don't know if I have an answer to the question exactly, but um, <clears throat> what I have found myself naturally doing is I've re been reaching out to what would previously I would have said were maybe competitors or people in my category that I were in touch with, and I'm having much deeper conversations with them and, and trying to suss out opportunities and weird collaborations or whether it's just advice or whether it's um, collective thought of where the things are going. I, I'm finding I'm doing that a much, much more and people are much more receptive to that. And I, and I think that, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, every, the landscape is going to be so different and so changed that I think, um, you know, in New Zealand, we're not really in competition. Well, for, in my business, I'm not really in competition with any other New Zealand skincare companies. I'm, I'm trying to sell to the world and, and and compete with you know the players out there so there's enough space and but you know coming together forming alliances or or, or just sharing information all of that mm. sort of stuff i think is going to get us much closer to where that is but to <clears throat> to bruce's point you know for me it's all about trying to work out online but without forgetting about the, the rest face. of the world of retail because it's um it, you know people are still need that interaction with a, with a product they still need mm. that and you know m I, my brand's been built on retailers so i can't i need to look after and find ways to help them because sure. i think yeah. if i can help them going forward i'll i'll, I'll benefit as well myself. And i think it's an, i think it's an and not an or i think it's it's mm. it's you know i think i think you have to have an and and that's kind of what i'm sort of saying is kind of what's your and and, and is, is there is there an opportunity there and I just love that tenacity of New Zealanders. I don't know if you know the story. You would know Fat Boy as a product, wouldn't you? Dion? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the guy invented that on a stove in a cold, small yeah. apartment in the middle of New York. You know, buying product and basically stirring it on this. I mean, he's bonkers, exteriorgram. Um, and I just love that tenacity. And I kind of the other thought I have is kind of what ideas been percolating that you've never had the guts to try. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The other, yeah. and sorry, I'm cut, James. I've cut you off. But the other thing that I can't keep, I keep thinking about, is just from a larger perspective, as food from New Zealand to the world. You know, I just yeah. think if there's one area that New Zealand really now, we look back at our farming community and our, and and maybe one of the things is, you know, <clears throat> um, adding value to those raw products. There's, a, there, you know, th that opportunity must be huge going out to mm. the world. Yeah. Um, in the media, it's uh, there's there's already massive changes, so I guess it's how uh, everybody rebounds. I think we'll probably see. I think people will move uh, more quickly um, once this um, 
because in the in the digital age we've still probably moved quite slowly you know people will have ideas and then meetings if you look at even say my mum's career um in the in the 1980s you know she was a teacher she moved from a small town Tiamudu out to the coast the middle of nowhere near Kafia um, which is south of Raglan and then and then moving the whole family just everybody goes you know what I mean with Within a couple of years, just bang, bang, and then up to Auckland. Whereas I sort of feel like in that time, I look at my career, I've worked for the same place and done the same thing um, at the same age. So I reckon now um, the media is going to be a lot more um, nimble on its feet, light on its feet. We'll see, you know, sort of um, more online based stuff. So, for example, a radio sport could just be an entire like we're doing right now, but just for the for the mm. entire day online. So, um, mm. Cool. Let's hope that that's what happens. I want that. I want to see that happen. But um, there, there's going to be uh, even the the safety and numbers thing, which media always relied on. You know, Bauer Group. We've just seen um, all those magazine titles. I think there's more room for people just to do that, that boutique thing, where you just have those three or four sponsors who are your family. You know, Triumph and Disaster, Yellow, and whatever Rebet does. Mm. Um, and, <laughs> Those are your three people, and that's those are the people you get behind that that will power your company. You don't worry about that massive umbrella because they're owned by some guys in Germany who are going, No, it's as over. Mm. Goodbye. <laughs> well, you know what? I think to that point is this, it's 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 not co-opetition or anything, but it's this idea of I, I was looking at the, the social feed today after the Bauer news came out, and a bunch of crew from different competing organizations were putting it up and be like, This is shit. Like our ecosystem gets weaker when our competitors are weak. There's there's less of us in there. There's all this talent, and it's kind of in a in a weird way. It makes you just stop for a second and be like, guys, we're actually kind of on the same team here. Even talking to, mm. we interviewed Cameron George yesterday, CEO of the Warriors, and he was saying, you know, he would have he is going to use this time to think more horizontally of how there can be horizontal collaboration within sports codes and different things, and even just that there. Clearly, everyone, it's it's I call it like the old world was very fragmentedly aligned, right? Like they're in there, like, yeah, we've got this thing, but it's their own fragmented little piece to it. And what I would hope, and where we ended up with our chat yesterday was saying, we shouldn't finish at the end with a thousand people trying to solve the same problem a thousand different ways. Hmm. right now would be time okay cool what so exactly to your point dion is like what what are those uh, like horizontal collaborations that make sense commercially as co-opetition right like i would have you know a friend of mine that um uh, he was at i was just just before i got on with you boys i was with him he was he's at bow he's up the food chain there and we're just saying where's everyone gonna go and we're kind of saying the stack of you know do you exactly to your point james was do they just go on you know medium or patreon and grit their own little thing with their own little community and fans what are the sort of plays that are going to happen and just i i I get um, it bums me out when people with talent can't do what they're passionate and, and purposeful about because there isn't the dollars in it. And, and, mm. and that's kind of sad in many ways because right now, like say in the telco space, everyone is using telco and, and, they, and, and telco data can go up. But what are they doing? They're watching content and then there's no money in the content game. So it's mm. kind of this weird thing where the same person is using two different aspects of the same device but one of them's winning and one of them's getting mm. shut down it's just mm. it part, feels, part, yeah part of yeah. me part of me at the same time as you're saying you know, you know competition <clears throat> is good but i also think like maybe you know out of this will come good in the sense that we'll just all have to get better mm. you know like i think there's no question you can't you know in any sort of environment where there's if 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 
you know, we, we're going to get to a point where people were going to have to maybe lower their expectations. What do I actually need to live on? If I'm going to start up a, a podcast or whatever it is, what can I actually live on each week and then build that up from scratch and work out how hard and how difficult that is and go and be all of those things and get really good at that. I think if someone can make that system work, that's going to be a great system. You know, like mm. James saying about, you know, a, something like this for radio sport that you know you can check into. If someone does that really well, that would be, I'd love to watch that, right? Yeah, okay. um, and, and and maybe the old storylines of what, what we keep getting thrust. You know, I know personally, if I read the, the Herald sports news, I want to scream. I want to, you know, if I read about cricket, I'm like, oh, you know, I just can't, I get very frustrated professionally. And so like out of this, maybe other people who had that same frustration will have a different take on, on the world of the things I'm passionate about those get those voices get aired mm, so mm. there's opportunity and i'm looking forward to some of that but mm. it's not going to take away the the hurt right now um I think the, yeah i was going to add to that i um really challenged by hyper, hyper local um really challenged by supporting your local um so I'll give you an example um we get given quite a bit of grief around the yellow pages i don't know if you've noticed um <laughs> uh but mostly from Aucklanders. mostly from Aucklanders. Because if really? you're in Tata, well, if you're in Taranaki, the, the yellow pages is still one of the best mediums for you, mediums for you to advertise your business. Now, I'm not doing that to sell it. I'm doing that to say that if we listen to the guys that are giving us a hard time in Auckland, we would just close it down. But actually, that was still a very, very powerful platform for many businesses in New Zealand. So there's a sense too of kind of going, how do you think about New Zealand? Even Dargaville, Dion, how do you think about New Zealand? The whole of New Zealand, how do you? <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I think we get so locked up here, up here in Auckland. We don't actually think about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated about what does business look like, supporting business, hyper local, supporting local businesses, especially around agriculture and all those sorts of other areas, innovation. Um, we're so New Zealanders are so focused a little bit of sort of going out to the big wide world, you know, and doing that. And mm. I get that. Don't get me wrong, but this has changed that now. So you kind of go, okay, we're a cool island. Someone told me a stat the other day that we have enough food right now to feed 60 million people. I don't know if that's stat I heard the yeah. other day. But the point I'm trying to say is, man, we we are so freaking blessed in this place, yet we're so fast to kind of ditch our Kiwi mates and go and buy overseas and do this and do that and do the other. Um, I don't know. What does well, that look like? I'll, I'll, quick, I'll quickly jump just on, on exactly that point of the, the hyper-local thing. So we had, we, we had uh, Sam Stubbs on the other day, who's the, the CEO of uh, Simplicity Kiwisaver. Um, they're sitting at about $1.5 billion now in holdings. And, and he was saying the strategy oh. moving forward is to buy and start driving locally hospitals, infrastructure, whatever. So everyone that becomes within it, they, they, they made a big quarter last year where they said, you know, no tobacco, alcohol, you know, guns, bad shit, any of that stuff is out in the investment portfolio and they're going to double and triple down on on things that are more, I guess, more ethically, right? And then now with this thing, there's going to be more of a shift in, in, in VC funded investment firms and, and all these big sort of money stuff that's actually going to drive exactly to your point, um, Bruce, Bruce. To, to, to go to go local with it, you know, like that's but, um, the... But know. I feel like I feel like there's a role here for government. I, I and this is my me pushing my political agenda for when I go go for the go for parliament later in the year. Um, but the, um, but <laughs> but I, I think there's an opportunity here. If you look at our what previously tourism was our biggest, um, you know, one of our biggest things. Farming is, and and the land is is clearly one of our is is, mm. is the breadbasket right now and going to be for a long time. 
and and we and we sell ourselves on clean and green but we you know we all know that that there's holes in that picture <clears throat> but to me you know rather than you know sort of doing free fees for everyone why aren't we sort of pushing all of our youngest and brightest into green technologies into green you know researching green and researching efficient energies and re researching the future that are going to, you know, if we solve um, a widget that cleans up waterways for all of our farmers, the whole world needs that widget, you know, if, and, 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 and rather, and let's, let's start focusing in on the next engine of our economy that's going to support, that's going to support the other engines, you know, mm. so, and I think we need a little bit of direction there from above, you know, we need to actually have people, you know, in power saying, let's direct people rather away from things like law and 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 whatever you know those are all great things but if you're not born to law if you're just doing it because you think it's a good degree but you're really great why, why not challenge these people to think young people to think about That's things that are going to service new economies that that, are, that we can start locally they're going to help everyone we've got locally and then we can push out to the world at, at whenever they're ready but i think That's we need to start point, thinking man. about that next engine you know yeah, so, I think so too. Because I mean, if you if you were to analyze, say, where all the top Harvard and Yale grads went, and if you'd almost be depressed to see perhaps how many of them went to big business, you know, mm -hmm. and were locked in. Uh, whereas you want those minds to be challenged and stretched and doing, you know, making widgets, Dion. <laughs> but well, you know, I think, for, but I think also if we know, if we can way. if we get into clean energy, you know, who's into clean energy? Well, Google and Tesla and and Blimmin, all those big fancy Apple, all those big names out there that we yeah. can we can bring those people into our economy somehow um, and, and help get them to help us help them help ourselves, you know. It's like, is a classic example, right? It's, it's, this, it's this where you are, Rebecca, it's this, you know, this, this one area that, that some of the best creativity of the last 30 years has come out of, and Austin, Texas taking off and other places yeah. like that. Mm. You kind of think, and we do some stuff here that's amazing, but I'm thinking like exactly like you, Dion James, is kind of going, how do we explode that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, where's the hotbed? Where's the hotbed going to be in New Zealand that yeah, we're going to put exciting. all yeah. So there's, there's two parts mm. to this, right? The, the first is I, t I totally agree with the Dion's point where um, I uh, one of the things I actually do do is I, I'm involved with a, a clean tech business which just got funded by um, Bill Gates's um, Breakthrough Energy Fund. And oh. so I'm helping this company and what it does... Because what it does is it um, basically converts uh, trash into uh, into fuel with zero emissions, right? Zero carbon. And one of the options for where the CEOs decided is potentially to do the first one in New Zealand. So my play with it was if we could have one of these machines that was about uh, 50,000 people um, or 40,000 people, 50, 50 tons of, of thing a day. If you had this rolled out in New Zealand, arguably New Zealand could be the world's first zero waste nation. It's technically possible, and so they're doing they're doing the, the, the testing. But on the back of that was we we had um, Ed Hyde on the show earlier today, and so he's the chief customer officer at at um, Chorus, talking about where's the biggest opportunity. Similar question to what David asked, and he was saying, you know, the biggest opportunities is going to be the where the hardest has been hit, and how they actually use this new world to try and build those those new worlds back up. And and where my headspace went to was thinking. Well, surely if I was the government right now, and if you know, say, tourism and hospitality has been really hit hard, wouldn't it? What a great opportunity to bring a bunch of young New Zealand minds together in a collective, as a in a, in a collaborative environment. Like you know, the, the shared workspace was literally called Colab. But imagine if you did a a a, a clean tech or hospitality based collab um, shared workspace funded by a bunch of these different startups, whatever 
with one goal of like how can we take this new world into hospitality and, and use a mm. base of it to go to these things that have been affected because mm. you're exactly you're exactly right Dion. it's if, if they don't take the, the the right thinking to go to those those spots there's a lost opportunity because the same widget that you're talking about for farming down they could go everywhere but yeah I, I think there's a that next wave of the now what i'm really intrigued with where the government goes to because obviously you, this happened yeah. they jumped in now what you know I'll tell you a quick story my, my daughter's done a, a degree at aut called creative technology so you, you create but you use technology at the same time and i went to she wins, wins lots of awards, so I just want to put that out there. But, um, um, but she not clarinet, to, not clarinet, yeah, not clarinet. No. So I went to, I went to. They had these innovation nights, right? And I got fascinated by this guy. He was there, and I said, "Bro, what are you doing?" He goes, and he was he was tattooed up, but he was the biggest geek you've ever met, right? And he goes, "I've figured out how to grow a plastic type substance by using the husks that are left over once the grain is harvested, and it was growing." And I'm looking at this going. Are you freaking kidding me in an environment of single, you know, use plastics, you know? And it's just sitting there and you're looking at it you're thinking, oh my God, next year I met him, he designed an app. And I'm thinking, how did you, how do we, how come we didn't capture that guy at that moment and go, you could be onto something here and this could be the biggest thing worldwide, you know? Um, mm. and, I, and I kind of asked myself the question, what conversations had he had? Um, I was super encouraging, but I, well, not a scientist, but. Um, but you know what people around them that who was there to go mate i think you're onto something here we're going to pull you under our I think, wing but i think there's big gaps as bruce as well yeah. i think there's big gaps in the market in terms of like there's an idea everyone loves an idea yeah. and then but there's a got then there's that first stage of getting the idea off the ground and making money with it or getting it to it to, to, right. to, to the market and then there's another bit of how do you fund that so it's so it's got some cash flow or it's actually got an idea and gets to it so it's fundable on a larger scale and and you know there's there's big big gaps and i think we have to sort of reverse engineer some of those gaps and make the yeah. pathway or clarify the pathway a little bit yeah. for people. And by the way, this um, is why you have children because they bring you a gin and tonic at five o'clock. <laughs> is it five o'clock? Oh my gosh! I need a. Yeah, I've got my there's um, some exercise. What have you got to do <laughs> exercise. I've, got, no, I've been sitting in my desk all day before I can have my my whiskey. Team to do this again, mate. So, um, but we probably need to bail soon. That's all right to be a pain. Yes, yeah. We should probably wrap it up. It's um, it's been it's gone off piece all over the show. But um, I mean, Rebecca, you're the you're the best wrapper upper of all. Maybe James, do you have any last thoughts? No, that's fine. I'm happy to see um, your wrapping up skills, Dion. Did you? Because I mean, you did sort of uh, butcher the start. So, do you want to, Dion, uh, try and wrap Redemption. this baby up, please? Yeah. Come on, this is your chance. <laughs> so, well, if anyone is still listening, um, here's a little bit of old rope. Um, you know, hopefully it was worth something uh, in the end. But uh, thanks to Bruce, James, Rebet, and um, I've enjoyed it, even if no one else has. So, um, hopefully, we've uh, offered something. <laughs> I like that. That's good stuff. Good wrapping. Cool Clean your room, James. Shit. <laughs> I know I'm going to go and do that now. You're lucky you even got to see that. It's, it's private. Nice meeting you guys. Right, probably champ, anyway. James, cheers, bro. Down, champ. Cheers, guys. Right. See you guys. See you guys. Bye. Deuces.